much of the star wars battlefront 2 beta and i know the words beta it means unfinished cough cough probably live since it releases next month and speaking as a game developer they have to be finished with the title by now and all they could be doing at this point is minor bug fixes cough cough with all that said i do believe that battlefront 2 will get high high scores the first battlefront reboot released two years ago got around sevens and eights and i can tell you personally from my own experience that i didn't really enjoy the first one i did think that it was a beautiful game with amazing sound quality and music now some of the other little things that i did seem that i did personally enjoy from the first game don't seem to be present in this title from what i can tell already so I will be going over some of the things I feel could help make a 10 out of Battlefront 2. Also, remember this is from my own personal impressions from the beta. I have not played the full title yet. I will release another video following up when it is out. Now, before I start, you can reach us and follow us at Twitter. That's Sinful Knight at Twitter. You know, like Knight with the K, not just the N. So Sinful Knight. You get it. Also, Cinema Nerd Gamer is on SoundCloud and other places you listen to podcasts. So that's Cinema Nerd Gamer with an S. Cinema Nerd Gamer. All one word. And youtube yes that's right if you are just listening to this and you want to just watch the video while you're on youtube that's youtube.com slash the sinful night and if you don't use other podcast things you could find us on itunes and google play just uh look up cinema nerd gamer all right that's it let's uh let's get on with this number one the clunky dashboard menus now the original didn't have the most amazing menus it was straight to the point you click here for beating battles here for heroes blah blah you get it menus most of the menus options in battle in the battlefront 2 beta were locked off and it makes sense because beta but I couldn't tell what was what because the menu is dark and nothing really pops out at you. Everything is made to look like you are looking at a hologram, but it just felt flat and dull to me. The first game wasn't a saint because it was blinding white, but something about it still made it everything pop and I knew what I was looking at. I also didn't notice for a whole day that in the battlefront 2 beta that i could just jump into a gameplay mode and play as darth maul and go around killing clone troopers i personally blame the menus because uh it didn't really say hey click here to play as maul anyway again i didn't know what was playable and what was not playable unless you like just went looking around you really couldn't tell Another of my main issues with the dashboard menu would be that I kept getting stuck loading into the menus or switching from one tab or window to another. The highlight cursor would just vanish. That isn't nice. 
I'm trying to get through a menu. It shouldn't be... I shouldn't fight the menu to get around. Number two, custom character appearances. The first Battlefront didn't do much other than give you a different helmet or allow you to pick a alien race to play as. But in this game, you select a class and that's your guy. If you're a heavy, you're a heavy with a big gun. If you're a soldier, you're a soldier with a little gun. That kind of doesn't do much for me. I couldn't find anything or any information that indicates that players will be allowed to unlock a new look per class. But I think this is a missed opportunity if they don't do anything. This will go into my three, and three is a biggie. And number three is, what am I fighting? When I'm fighting a droid, I don't know what type of droid I'm fighting. And I, look, listen, I'm not a droidist. Uh, I like droids. My best friend's a droid. I, I love droids. But anyway, go, all jokes aside, droids were my favorite thing about the prequels. They, I just love their sound i love their roger roger and i feel that though for this game they could just ignore the canon a little bit and give us more colored droids different looks add stuff to the game add stuff that isn't canon you know i don't think we would we would be hurt if we saw a little bit of a difference between one droid and the other something to let me know Oh, that's a heavy droid, and oh, that's a sniper droid. And I guess you could say the same goes for Storm, Clone Troopers, and the Rebels. They all look alike, and that can get a little boring aside from frustration. Yes, I guess you could say that this would change the way the player's outlook on a match would be and force everyone to play the game differently, but maybe this one is just me um, at this point. Now, let's start getting into the two heavies of this. Number four is, of course, what everyone's talking about, loot crates. Loot crates are not anything new to gaming. They've been around for a while. Some games do it with extra value, which is fine if it, if it feels rewarding. I know I have spent a lot of money on loot crates in Overwatch both Destiny titles and other games. Problem in Star Wars Battlefront 2 is they feel kind of uneventful. With Overwatch, the box would shake, the loot would fly out, landing, highlighting the most epic of loots. And I mean, I guess also with Destiny, it doesn't really do much with the bells and whistles, but I do still feel some sort of excitement with Destiny because it, it just pops when it happens in battlefront 2 on the other hand what is what is it? it it's a little boring i don't know what i'm looking at i don't know what is important to me i don't really know what a legendary or an epic level loot is supposed to look it just all looks boring the look is a mix of in-game currency, emotes, in-game poses for the players who become the players of the match, and power-ups. This also takes me into my next big thing. Number 5. Play to win. Just don't do it. Please don't do it. I actually like this game, and while the loot dropped was at a higher rate 
than what is expected from the core game, players can still spend real-world money to get loot to give them a little bit more of an edge over other players. This takes away from the competitiveness of the game. You can't play Destiny or Overwatch by spending money to get higher grade gear. There is nothing like that in those games. And people still play it. People played Destiny for the last three years. People are still playing Overwatch. And you do not, you're not allowed to purchase anything in the game of Overwatch to get an edge over other players. All you get are in game cosmetics, costumes, spray paint stuff. That's it. With Destiny, you get what? Different sparrows, a different ship, you know shaders emotes you don't get anything that breaks the game you can still play destiny and overwatch and it's still you could play it at a competitive level how can this game be competitive if i'm grinding hours into it and some player could come in throw money at it level up a little bit and still use the high-end stuff and beat me in a 1v1 it just takes away from the game and you can't just tell me as someone who spent hours at it get good you'll get better stuff eventually when someone can just show up throw a hundred bucks at the game and get better gear now i'm gonna read some of the ea release statement where they addressed the loot crates and the pay to win ea responded with end quote there are many things you can earn in a game including weapons, attachments, credits, star cards, emotes, outfits, and victory poses. As a balanced goal, we're looking towards having the most powerful items in the game only earnable via in-game achievements. Well, okay, well, that is great to hear, but here's where they kind of go back on that. Crates will include a mix of star cards, outfits, emotes, and victory poses. Players, poses? Poses. <laughs> Players will earn crates by completing challenges and other gameplay milestones, or by purchasing them via in-game credits or crystals, our premium currency. Guys, guess guess how you get this currency? So, I can buy and roll the dice on upgrades. This is not good. Okay, alright, let me get back to it. If you get a duplicate star card in the crate, you will get crafting parts, which you can use to help upgrade the star card of your choice. Okay, so again, I can upgrade my stuff if I toss money at this game. Okay, back to it. And lastly, you have to earn the right to be able to upgrade star cards and unlock most weapons. You can only unlock and upgrade them if you reach a high enough rank, which is determined by playing the game. Okay, I'll stop here again and address something. I got a good sniper from a crate. One of the upgrades was to make it a three-shot burst. I made my sniper a deadly pulse rifle. I was doing so much better with this rifle versus other snipers with just one shot. But 
if I was to toss money at the game, I could have unlocked this advantage earlier with the luck of the draw. Okay, anyway, here's their last little bit uh, response to everything. We also have heard some players are looking for a way to play where all players will have the same set of star cards with flattened values. Like everything else, we will be continually making necessary changes to ensure the game is fun for everyone. Good to hear. We will work to make sure the system is balanced for both players who have earned everything as well as players who have a short amount of time to play and just want to move faster in progress towards various rewards. <sighs> that is the icing on the cake of what we're trying to say. Players can play to unlock all the things through progression, but players with little time to play can spend money on loot crates to catch up. What about players with the time and the money? Those whales spend tons to make it tough for gamers with little time or money to play. I want to enjoy my experience like other shooters. Let me get good and overcome those players who have had the time to gear up. You know, but if I'm starting the game, let's say day one or Let's say the game comes out on Tuesday. I really won't have time to play much throughout the week until Friday. So now I'm going to be going up against gamers who not only spent more time than me, but also spent more money than me to get better at this game. So I'm going to be going in and it's kind of like I'm throwing myself at a wall. Like I said at the beginning, I really did enjoy and loved this beta. Maul and Ray both felt different and, and still powerful. I hope Star Wars Battlefront 2 is a great satisfying experience when it releases. Right now, it does feel like a solid 8. Let's hope that the devs continue to listen to the fans and work on it post-release to continue to make it better. Anyway, thanks for listening to The Rants of a Nerdman. You, again, don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to reach out to us on twitter.com slash thesynthwell twitter.com slash sinful night i don't even know my twitter anymore or just at sinful night there's also cinema nerd gamer on soundcloud itunes and the google play store or just anywhere you listen to podcast just cinema nerd gamer look it up you'll find us and cinema nerd gamer episodes on youtube.com slash the sinful nights anyway thanks everyone Hope to see you all in a galaxy far, far away. Wait, oh, why did I write that? That just sounds bad. <laughs>